Welcome to the Careers, Employability, Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode is hosted by our student host, Rosh, who will be talking to Dermot Murray from Version 1, sponsor of our theme, The Office of the Future, Embracing Workplace Systems and Tech. Hello and welcome to this uh, year's live broadcast for GradFest. Uh, my name is Rosha Peelan and I'm a second year law student here at Queen's and I will be your student host for this event. I'm very excited to welcome everyone to this session and would firstly like to extend a big thank you to our employer partner Version 1 for joining us here today. Version 1 are an IT service provider for the public and private sector and are based in Belfast. They will be offering their expertise for this event regarding our theme, the Office of the Future, Embracing Workplace Systems and Tech. Technology is an ever-developing area of innovation and creativity and has become essential like never before. In these times of social distancing and lockdowns, technology has become imperative to use in order to remain connected with our friends, family and colleagues. Workplaces have had to adapt to new systems of working and conducting business and interacting with clients, and technology has become integral to this adaption. Tech has allowed companies the freedom to create innovative and creative ideas and products more efficiently, connecting clients and staff alike. Even outside the tech sector, many roles require an enthusiasm to embrace innovation to maximise performance. You may be asked to use a bespoke piece of software or content management system. In an interview, you may need to draw on examples of when you have applied technology-related solutions. You'll need to communicate to an employer that you can explain, understand, and live technology. So I'm now going to dial in Dermot, who is a senior QA engineer at version one. Hello. Hiya. Hi, Rasha, how are you? I'm good. Good stuff. So, um... Dermot is a senior uh, quality assurance engineer at version one and having worked in the software quality assurance industry for over four years, Dermot has worked on a multitude of products for a range of global clients and is well placed to answer all of your questions. Uh, So this leads me to our first question. Why would you say enthusiasm to embrace tech is important in graduate roles? Yes, uh, absolutely. It's very important. You touched on a few points earlier, just in terms of the kind of innovation and bringing a fresh perspective to companies. So, like, graduates are at the forefront of theoretical thinking. And what we're looking to do is actually apply this knowledge into the real life and into the work industry. So, like, if you take, for example, a lot of kind of, you know, hardware and software, you know, the iPod Touch, for example, let's say, you know, it's quite redundant nowadays because things change very quickly. And what we're looking is innovation and more efficient ways of working in industries. Um, so, you know, one thing that companies can fall into the trap of is, you know, being reluctant to change. And actually graduates can be the catalyst for leading change. Um, an example I can give would be, you know, the pandemic, for example, working from home. Uh, this is the kind of new normal, as everyone's really saying. But, you know, uh, your university experience, you have been at the forefront of this. And how did you adapt and overcome 
these challenges, you know, the initiatives you've brought in terms of communication, engagement and socialising, these are all the things that need to be transferred into the industry and these are things that we're looking for. So it's extremely important for enthusiasm and embracing change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the pandemic has definitely made us all think how we can use technology creatively um, in order to stay connected to people, especially. Um, so in what ways does your business rely on tech to maximize performance? Yeah, um, so uh, it, it's no surprise that for version one, it's absolutely essential. So mm -hmm. we are a consultancy and we do specialize in supporting the digital transformation for clients. So we bring people through a journey using various technologies. What we try to do is use the cutting edge to deliver for our clients. Um, but internally so that's the probably technical side but you know what we actually do ourselves is we use it to communicate and standardize i'll give a few examples of you know some of the kind of tech initiatives that we do we have a podcast you know once here one in which we have conversations within the industry on our website we've got webinars blogs white papers news articles and these are things you know to engage with the industry and engage with many different people uh social media platforms the Instagram that I'm on right now. We've also got Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, etc. You name it for contact. And internally, um, as much as maybe you know, use using university, we're using Teams, Zoom, Slack to communicate with clients. And finally, then you know, we've got like a SharePoint with a wide variety of tools for using timesheets. You name it. So uh, absolutely essential. Yes, indeed. So um, I know myself as well, like when you're applying for jobs, you'll often see like um, it'd be desirable to have, say, the, be able to use a like, common program such as Microsoft or Microsoft Office and things like that. So um, I'm just wondering, how would you go about like proving this, your ability to use common programs and apps, say, in an application or an interview? Yeah, no, that's a good question. It's hard to kind of slide that yeah. into the question, how you're phrasing that. I think the kind of star approach is quite interesting. So, you know, kind of being concise and what that really is, is going, you know, situation, task, action and result. And maybe within the action, you could incorporate these kind of common tools and what you've done. So maybe an example that I could give would be, let's say, one of your modules and you're required to do a presentation. Mm -hmm. Well, the action in which you could provide could be, you know, using PowerPoint efficiently and effectively to relay the information to your peers, to, you know, everyone alike, and the ultimate result being, you know, like you achieve top marks and all. So there's definitely ways of fitting into the question tools in which, you know, you can, you know, provide results for, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of our students will um, take that information on board. Uh, so that kind of leads me into our next question. Um, so what examples can graduates give of how they have innovated and maximised technology and not just use it because it's there? Yeah, um, that, that's also an interesting kind of trap to fall into. Sometimes you just use something because it's simply there. But one of the things with like kind of tools and technology is you're always looking to make your life easier aren't you so um it comes back to the innovation and embracing technology like there's a problem that's faced in front of you and what's the solution in how you can use tech to you know support that so 
Um, one example could be for a solution. There could be an alternative tool or technology that could be used, or maybe you could extend it in technology. So, for example, um, let's say you know we're on a Teams meeting, Microsoft Teams, and we're trying to kind of collaborate together. You know, some uh, project. Um, there's a tool Slack which can actually be used for sketching, and that's quite useful for like you know drawing with feedback, kind of doing sketching going through walk walkthroughs. So, you know, instead of using Teams, maybe you could migrate your kind of communication to Slack. Um, the point on extending then is, you know, you, using it in additional scope as well. Slack also has like a kind of app directory as well. So you can add in polls, you know, chatbots, news feeds. And there's different ways of just, you know, not kind of following what is set in front of you, but actually using your initiative and, you know, embracing the tech really and you know leading on further so i suppose that's very interesting yeah i've never heard of that but that's that sounds um yeah that's very very interesting so um again kind of leads me into our, our next question um how would you advise like a student to be to show their passion for tech when they don't have maybe a tech background um how is that how would you go about that maybe in say a job interview again or application yeah, um, so I suppose from my perspective, I have to put myself out of the mindset of being in tech, mm -hmm. but um, that's, I think, a good way of kind of, you know, showing your enthusiasm can maybe be through hobbies and interests, really. So that's dependent on the person, but I'll give you an example, maybe of a few kind of hobbies and interests that I have. You know, if I'm reading a book, for example, you know, I'm interested in reading, Specifically, one of the books I'm reading right now is on uh, the stock markets, flash boys, you call it, and it's on high-frequency trading and uh, the kind of idea of being closer to the stock market servers. Um, think sports, you know, we play a bit of football and I'm kind of using, you know, stat sports, so it's kind of integrating, you know, heart monitor uh, kind of initiatives and all that stuff and, you know, doing sports science against that. Um, Podcasts I'm interested in. There's one, Darknet Diaries, which is kind of cybersecurity focused. So even though I've kind of got my technical job, if you put that to the side, there's a whole wide range of kind of, you know, industry within tech and these tech tools in which you can like kind of take your hobby and maybe think of, you know, some kind of innovation in tech tools in which you can use to, you know, showcase that maybe. So just a few points of my interest. It might not yeah. be so interesting for everyone here, but... Absolutely. Um, so how can you show that you have the ability to adopt and use technology in an interesting way? Yeah, so I think you could maybe think about how you can use it in an interesting way. Think about like what you're currently using stuff for. Um, the, think of like, you know, your smartphone, for example. Um, it's got so many applications in which you can download, as I mentioned with your hobbies, you know, Strava being able to, like, you know, detect um, your metrics of running, for example, everything. These are kind of, you know, common applications that you don't really think that you're using, but you're actually using. Think of maybe, you know, smart appliances, for example, around the house you might have kind of a smart TV or smart lamp and how you can actually then, you know, showcase that and help people. So, uh, I've got family that always ask me, uh, Dermot, how do you do this, do that? And I'm always kind of demonstrating to them. 
but also by kind of, you know, using this tech, you understand it more and you can actually demonstrate it to other people. And that really helps with your soft skills, with kind of, you know, leadership. It helps for what the industry is really looking, you know, you're looking a community of practice, people who share, collaborate and transfer knowledge together. And just by getting involved and getting stuck in really kind of correlates that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really good. Really good advice. Um, so just a, a personal question. Um, how have you embraced technology and helped others to do so? Yeah, so I've maybe touched on that yeah. then, for example. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe helping, you know, um, that's a, my dad, you know, like, update the latest software on his phone or laptops, for example, some security plans in uh, my mum and dad's house, you know, helping them kind of just update. And that's kind of, you know, one of the things really just by getting involved and getting stuck in, maybe necessarily you don't quite understand it at the time, but by getting involved in that tool and helping other people, you know, you're helping yourself as well. And I think it's just kind of a stage of getting involved really is the best way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of us have used technology in ways and helped others to use it than when we more than we thought we have. Um, you know, especially during these times, you know, like helping your your parents to um, use online shopping and things like that. I think a lot of us absolutely. have. <laughs> um, absolutely. You know as much as them, but still you kind of just help out, you know. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. Um, especially in this time of, you know, lockdowns and everything when you can't actually get out to the shops. You know, we've all sure. used our phones and technology a lot more and helped others to do so. And we haven't even really taken note of it. But, um, but yeah, so how important would you say is practical experience of workplace technology? So I do think it's kind of very important. You know, you've got the theory behind it and you want to kind of, you know, put it practical. So that's the kind of stuff, you know, with uni you want to take into the industry and kind of get stuck in and that really is the word kind of mm -hmm. get stuck in um i never imagined myself kind of growing up to be a software tester but getting involved in the it industry you see kind of what opportunities arise mm -hmm. and not even just within the kind of tech sector think about the other different industries in which you don't necessarily know what you're getting involved in but by you know utilizing tech tools and you know embracing innovation think of that as the bigger picture rather than you know specifically just tech related but innovation full stop going back to kind of you know tech there's a lot of open source tools in which you can use and they would be free to use uh, in terms of you know trying and finding out things there's a lot of free trials of stuff so for example maybe like photoshop or video editing skills if you need some experience within an industry or within a kind of you know hobby that say um I don't, I don't know what you can maybe use that for like 30 days or seven days and that might be sufficient to kind of pick up your skills uh finally as well like there's if you're going technical there's you know azure has free courses for students and it also has a free account where you can get you know up to 200 pounds etc you know to kind of sandbox and play about with kind of technical tools and um yeah i think as well one important thing is um even like the practicalness of social media is so important and a lot of kind of students and people forget, you know, how important it is for companies. So um, even just, you know, you're you're getting involved right now with kind of social media yeah. and that's a practical way of applying your skills. So. 
Yeah, I guess you gain um, a lot of skills even from your day-to-day -day use of technology. And again, you probably don't even note it, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so how can you demonstrate that you have developed key workplace skills in technology? Yeah, so the demonstration then is kind of uh, by providing and showing examples of how you've kind of came about that. I think like by demonstrating as well, you need to kind of understand firstly. Um, that's dependent as well on the role really. So like there's a lot of opportunities in which you can actually, you know, enhance your skills. I would give examples of, you know, on LinkedIn, if anyone's involved in LinkedIn, there's a lot of webinars in which you can kind of, you know, get involved within tools and tech and understand kind of components as well as that specifically within your industry. Um, I think like one or two personal references which I use would be Udemy and uh, it's good for kind of, you know, harnessing and developing skills and then being able to present them and relay them back uh, into work, back into my CV and back into kind of, you know, day-to-day -day skills as well. So there's a lot of opportunities out there and there's a lot of kind of, you know, uh, free things available online and just taking advantage of that. Uh, applications as well, such as meetups, really, like, might be a bit hard during the pandemic, but um, embrace the change, maybe, you know, Slacks or, you know, Teams might be a good solution for that, so webinars, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So um, I think you've already touched on this a little bit, but um, what soft skills would you say go hand in hand with technology technology skills? There's, there's a lot, really. Like, um, one thing to think is, as well, that, you know, Technology skills are just tools of making your soft skills more efficient and effective. So like numeracy skills, for example, I mean, that, that that's really given within the IT industry. You know, you could talk about code and performance or all aspects, but not just specifically with the IT industry. Like you can think about, you know, your communication skills. We've touched on this many times, but social media, using teams, you know, creativity skills as well. Um, creativity to complex solutions like uh, my job is doing quality assurance and it kind of plays into analytical thinking and problem solving and by problem solving you have to be very creative on you know there's a lot of constraints to the problem and how you fix that um, so there's there's definitely ways to express willingness to learn as well so embracing the technology which is the key point of everything being able to you know go to new skills and new tools and take new systems up correctly. Um, and even going non-technical within the IT industry, you know, there's a lot of project masters and kind of, you know, scrum masters, et cetera, project managers, sorry, that, you know, we really focus on organization and there's a lot of kind of tools that are available to, you know, help kind of do that. Calendars, Jira for, you know, management. So, a wide variety and they're inextricably linked really in my opinion absolutely yeah it sounds like there are a lot of transferable skills that go hand in hand with technological skills there um, absolutely so just as for our last question here um what would you say you should include in the it skills section on your cv yeah that's that's a good question um I suppose it's dependent on the position and the industry. I mean, you should really do your research on kind of, you know, what type of roles you're applying for and kind of think about that. I think back whenever you were talking about the common applications in the Office 365 suite, you know, there's always, you know, opportunity and ability to kind of 
show that and that's you know applicable across any industry think about the bespoke software which you can use um i might go back to you know if you're doing some design web design not even web design marketing photoshop could be you know very useful and that, that could be a tool or skill to be included but um going back then definitely have a look at the industry standards in which you're applying for so if I go back to my kind of QA position, I'd be looking for kind of buzzwords with Selenium, Gatling, Cucumber, Postman, Java, just, you know, as an interviewer. And if I was to see that within an application, that would pique my interest. And, you know, like that would be the same thing that you need to think then is going to position, like take up the industry standard tunes and learn a wee bit about that. So whenever you go into, you know, an up opportunity or an interview you're able to kind of you know demonstrate yes i know what that is certainly um also it's always nice to kind of add in any certifications that you've got within your university um udemy courses as well as i mentioned um and definitely as well like you can also maybe use um going back to the kind of soft skills that you're mentioning you can maybe then use it skills to support your soft skills so i'm good at communication Here's a reason. So evidence-based as well. So wide variety can be used, really. That's great. Thank you so much. And um, that's some really good practical advice. I think our students will really take that on board. Um, so yes, those are all our questions. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm sure that the students who tuned in will have gained a lot of new and invaluable insight into the work that you do uh, in your position, as well as what the Office of the Future may look like. So I once again just like to offer our appreciation to you. Oh, we have one more little question here. Um, so yes, in an interview, sorry, I think I've touched something. Sorry. So in an interview, sorry, is it worth noting uh, basic forms of technology in an application form, such as like Word and email? Uh, does it go without saying, or would you recommend um, putting those skills in an application form or interview? Um, I suppose it does depend within the kind of role and application. As I said, I think there's definitely a few positions which, you know, um, would be definitely looking for that i think as well in any industry these are you know um applications which are in use i use uh, office 365 powerpoint board excel daily as well so um it depends in the context of bringing it into the interview um but it can be definitely used as evidence to support you know maybe soft skills so as i maybe touched on you know i'm good at organization uh, one of the reasons why I'm good is because I was using, you know, calendar. I was using uh, Outlook to organise, you know, my rota within the day and pull that out. So maybe kind of uh, not necessarily directly give. I use these applications, but use them to support your evidence. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, we also have, we have another question here. So um, in an interview, how can you prove your ability to? Uh, embrace workplace technology without um, sort of getting like bogged down in technical jargon and trying to explain this? Yeah, no, that's great as well. You can definitely kind of go down the rabbit hole and go down the ta tangent. I've done that many a times as well, but I think it's being kind of concise to your point um, of, you know, 
I mentioned maybe the star approach as well. It's always nice to kind of have a result on what's the end goal that you're trying to, you know, say to the person. Um, so without kind of getting really bogged down too much to the technicalities, maybe give why it was good and why you used it and why the results. So like people definitely love results and being able to say, uh, I was able to achieve because of this yeah. is definitely a good way of concluding the answer and not getting too bogged down, but showing that you've brought value for using that application. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely really good advice for uh, graduates. So we have one last question here. Let's see. Um, so is there anything that you would do differently if you were graduating in 2021? Wow, great question there. Um, I'm thinking back to my graduation year. So that was 2016 then. Um, I suppose one of the things that I would consider would be, you know, just maybe being kind of open and embracing. So as much as you would be open and embrace technology, so too open and embrace opportunities for planning graduating. I never felt that I would fall into the role of being a software tester, but say to be uh, four years down the line, five years down the line, this is where I am. And I think just if I was to do anything differently, I would kind of open my horizons a bit more into what opportunities are field like there. And with that then, maybe kind of as well plan, right, okay, so I've touched on what's involved in that specific industry and maybe have one or two examples ready for interviews. So broaden the horizons would be one for me, certainly. Absolutely, yeah, I'm sure it's a very different world this year <laughs> as opposed yeah. to when you're when you're graduating yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think one kind of point to touch on as well is that kind of, you know, interviews are so different now in 2021. Mm -hmm. It used to be, you know, sitting down formally within an office, but now it's all video applications. But yeah. I think everyone's kind of used to it and it really is the normal now. Um, you know, and not to be kind of nervous or, you know, because everyone's in the same position really as well. Yeah. So I think, you know, just taking that on board is yeah. definitely something to consider. Yeah, I'd say we've all gained more technological technological skills this year than we ever have before because we've been, yeah. we've been, we had to use technology to stay connected with people, but it's not always, not a bad thing. You know, it's definitely, definitely a, a positive, one positive we can take out of all these lockdowns and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all the questions that we have here for the minute. Yeah, I don't think there are any more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much again for for joining us today. I'm sure the students who tuned in have gained a lot of invaluable insight from uh, what you said today, particularly practical practical advice. I think that will be definitely, definitely implemented, especially to do with like CVs and interviews. I feel a lot of students yeah. are, will be very, will take a lot on board from that. Um, so Definitely. yeah, I just want to once again want to say uh, offer our appreciation to you for uh, joining today and sharing your expertise with us, and as well I'd like to thank everyone who joined today for your participation and interest. No worries, perfect. Can I just kind of touch on one thing as well? Absolutely. So version one are as well looking graduates. We've got a digital skills academy at the minute and we've got applications to the 30th of june and that isn't specifically just for people in the it industry you know if you've got a kind of degree within a stem subject that would be also something that we're taking interest in so you know uh take some advice from you know the skills and embracing and maybe you know apply that our way as well would be more interested to have a look so 
Perfect. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you very, very much. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Great time. Cheers. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access Careers Support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB Careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. <laughs>